This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. MJ, back Mm. to back weeks. I know, I know. For the first time all year, I think. Gee whiz. On fire. Aren't we professional? Call 911. Okay, so what are we talking about today? (laughs) Well, we last recorded a podcast on Tuesday. Yeah. And so it would be remiss of us not to cover the biggest scandal to rock the football world we, in 2019. Yeah. Even though it seems like a little while ago now, there's still some areas that are worth investigating, I think. We couldn't have timed it worse because yeah. as far as topics that mm. are AFL-related go, yeah. Braden Sire playing basketball yep. and going under the under the anonymous name of Phil In. Yeah. <laughs> is like that in terms of wheelhouses... Mm. That's smack bang in the middle of ours. Right in the middle of our wheelhouse. Where it's almost a scandal, but it's silly enough. Yeah, on, on a scale of zero to Watergate, or zero to the Essendon Supplement Saga, yeah, yeah. it's about as low as it can get. Now, if we were a real radio show, mm. we would have called the the basketball league. Yeah. I'd like to know who was refing yep. and just get some in, insight into how Phil in played. Oh, we could have done that. Could We could have talked to members of the opposition who dobbed him in, yep. members of his team. The rats that dobbed him in. Maybe him, maybe an open mic style chat with him. It, we'd give him the option anyway. Yeah. But we're not a professional radio no, show. We've done none of that. So we've done nothing. We've done absolutely but well, we've, I do have the article in front of me from afl.com.au. And I have the Twitter feed of a journalist. <laughs> who we want to bring up because he's embroiled in this scandal as well. Well, we have some developments in it. Although yeah. we haven't put a whole heap of work into it, sometimes things come across your, your desk. Yeah. And it was, I think, five or six days ago now that it was broken on afl.com.au that for those who aren't across the story, and I imagine that there's no one listening that isn't, Yeah. but very quickly, Braden Sire, he decided to play basketball in the Greensboro Division Three League. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my mistake. It was the Diamond Valley Basketball Association Division I, Three. I love that you in, get, in Greensboro. I love that you guessed though. Well done. <laughs> Not a bet. It was in Greensboro. Yeah. I was and, close. And for people who are footy mm. fans, you might be thinking, Braden Sire, mm. he's injured, isn't he? Y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, other people thinking, might be, aren't Collingwood in the midst of an injury crisis? And aren't they on the on the verge of finals? On the verge of potentially making the top four. And He's got a soft tissue injury, right? He couldn't possibly be playing basketball. If he rested up, he might get mm. back in time for a granny. A grand final. Those things are all correct. Mm. They are all <laughs> correct. If you were wondering all those things, tick, 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 and tick. And he played in the West Coast granny, didn't he? Yes. He he, he played for Collingwood. Yeah. So he's not, it, it's not like it's unthinkable that he could win a premiership this year. No. But instead... He saw, he saw the bright lights oh. of Division 3. Now, this, here's other things we could have put research into, but didn't. Yep. Is Division 3 the lowest it goes? How nah. many divisions are there? Oh, divisions. No, nah, it'd go lower than that. Would it? I reckon. And I reckon he'd be good. Actually, I know for a fact he's good because um, I, when I was working on another program, yeah. <laughs> I had like this pre-interview with Mason Cox and we were discussing like if Collingwood were to build a basketball team, like a starting five, yeah. would you have the best starting five in the comp? Oh, okay. And he was like unquestionably between Cox, Grundy, Pendlebury, um, Jack Madgen. Oh yeah. yeah. I think he's, he 
brother plays in the mm. NBL. And then apparently Braden Sires a jet. Did Scott Pender replay basketball? He has a background. Does he really? Um, I think. Well, I think I've heard... All the exclusives on this I show. I think I've heard a Channel 7 personality bring it up. What, it might it? have been all of them. I think Hamish may have mentioned it a, and every me, game and Basil, me, every single it's game. It's right in McLaughlin's yeah. wheelhouse, isn't <laughs> it? Is. Uh, Adam Chalor's a handy basketballer too. But yeah, Braden Sire, I think, mm-hmm. is is quite handy. And so in the spirit of Collingwood players... He's we, he's lied to the club about playing. Oh, it's just <laughs> he said such he, a he said he was just there watching. It's such a Collingwood story. Why are they the only club who deals with this shit? I don't, and and like you, Will, you're from Brisbane. You may not know, but Greensboro is the heartland of Collingwood supporters. Oh, is it? I like that is. That. If you get the train from Montmorency <laughs> on a six oh five and a Friday night. Yeah. When Colling was playing at the MCG, it will be only Collingwood supporters. The, the Hurst Bridge line is just full of Collingwood supporters. There you go. They spread out from Collingwood and went out that in that direction. So it's okay. not like he was going to get away with this. You only need one person who vaguely recognises mm. you. Oh, yeah. It's just brainless. I know. I know. Well, yeah. I think that's undebated. Yeah. Now, it is five days after. I think what's been said about this story has been said. Although I still haven't seen a punishment come down for it. No, Buckley so. said he got a $5,000 fine. Oh, really? Okay. And has to do community work for a month or something. Hope He only scored six points, so it's only yeah. it's cost him, what, about 900 bucks a point. What, what would his community work be? Would he... Oh, Salvos. Magpie Nest. Yeah. Down with Brendan Noddle in the city there. Might ref a basketball game. Mm. Buckley said he could, I'm just reading here, said that he could understand the human element of why Sire tried to cover up his basketball appearance, but added, the integrity of how we communicate to each other is more important than anything external. Yeah. So what was he thinking? Yeah. But we have anyway, developments. Yeah, well, everyone knows the story. They so do. We'll move on. We'll move on. But we have some serious developments. Yes. Uh, an email came across my desk, Will. Yeah. I love the content that comes across your desk. Some of the very best. From a man by the name of Matt. Matt. He says, and I quote, that I captured and submitted the fill-in photo to Nuffies on AFL pages on Facebook. Now, if people want to go onto Nuffies on AFL pages, mm-hmm. again, I don't think you'd be familiar with our show and not know. Not know that page. Like the Venn diagram lines up. It, it's like a perfect sol- circle. Like a solar eclipse. <laughs> is, yeah. uh, now, this isn't the photo of the team sheet or of... Braden Sire playing basketball. No. This is a photo that was taken on the weekend of what I can only presume was a Collingwood supporter in a Collingwood jumper yep. in a bar supporting the Pies on Saturday, wearing a Collingwood jumper with a number 36 on it. Braden Sire's number. Yes. With the name Phil in above the 36. Yep. Now this, this photo, it went viral. First of all, how quickly hmm. did he get that turned around? Did uh, he get that made? Look, the only thing I don't like about it was the fact I didn't think of it first. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very, he, he got it. This, this news broke on Wednesday night. He had that done by Saturday. So it yep. was an unbelievable job by this fella to get that jumper on. Yeah. Um, but this guy I've got the email from, he wasn't the person in the jumper. He yep. was the one that took the photo of the man in the jumper. And of course, legal, uh, the law will tell you that someone who takes a photo owns the owns photo. the photo, not who's in it, not who's in it. That's correct. Now he says that Mitch clearly, cle- clearly, Cleary, Cleary, it's clearly without the second L. Clearly, okay. So Cleary, Mitch Cleary, from AFL.com.au. Yep. Then claimed the photo as his own. He's tweeted: Pies fans are quick spotted today. Dot dot dot. Then he's hashtagged 
the round so far, which is the program he appears on. He the appears on that he's Kane paid Coins. for. Yep. So the, the, the round so far has nothing to do with this photo, but he's no. posted it. And from what I understand it, on Twitter, at least, it's got the most likes. Okay. It's the, this version of the photo is the most prominent. And one thing I do want to point out, the guy's incorrectly spelt Phil. I don't know if that's been analyzed at all. It's got oh, two no. L's. Oh, and he's, what does he only run with one L? I'm not sure if Braden Sire actually wrote Phil with two L's. So either Braden or the Collingwood supporter are idiots or both. Very, <laughs> very potential <laughs> that it's both. Again, another Venn diagram Again. eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> A Venn eclipse. <laughs> and then this Matt yeah. has also commented on the tweet. So you tell me what Matt emailed in. Well, Matt says that Mitch Clear... Cleary has claimed <laughs> Cleary. Cleary. It's not hard. <laughs> it is like Jared Geary, <laughs> Triple M, Jaron Geary. <laughs> Jared <laughs> Geary. <laughs> He's criticising you. Triple M has also been using his name as the shared owner of the image. He has refused to reply to any messages regarding the image. Oh, so Triple M said Mitch Cleary took this image. Yes, and, and we attributed him. Yes, and AFL.com.au used the image and, and attribu- said, attributed Mitch and said on Twitter, "Thanks, Mitch Cleary." Yes. But Mitch Cleary had nothing to do with it. No, he's just nicked it from yeah. the Nuffies and AFL pages from our man Matt. Yeah. And so this and guy And Matt's not happy about it. This guy, Matt, he's uh he's screenshotted his conversation with Nuffies and AFL pages, his private message. Oh, which okay. shows that And now is that the same photo? It's the exact same photo. Okay. And it show it's even longer. So you mm. can tell it's the original. And they've gone, haha, nice cheers, we'll post now. So he got permission. From from Nuffies, he didn't get permission from from Mitch, Mitch. and Mitch is getting all the love. So well, so he's not happy, Matt. This saga runs deep, mm. and this is this is the part of the saga that no one else wants to tell you about. No. They want to hide you from the truth. So th- this is massive, Will. It's huge developments. Uh, it, it just continues continues to beat at the heart of everything that's Melbourne, everything that's football. And I think we really need to get to the bottom of this and why Mitch stole the photo. Now yeah. I have a reason to believe that you have Mitch's number. Is it possible to give him a call to find out if he nicked this picture? Oh, no. Oh, I don't really care enough. (laughs) Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. Will, it caught everyone by surprise yesterday, I think including Ross Lyon, that he no longer had a job. It's rare that a coaching sacking Mm. is so unexpected. I remember that there was the first thing I thought of. I was like, no one said he's going to get sacked. It came out of absolutely nowhere, didn't it? Like there were rumors like, oh, you know, the pressure ratings up for Ross Lyon, but mm. not like imminent yeah. firing. They like to do things in secret, don't they, Fremantle? Maybe because they're over in the West, no one's concentrating, but yeah. they got him by, uh, by stealth and they've sort of got rid of him by stealth. Yeah. So it's just how they roll over there at the Dockers. And they got their um, CEO as well. Mm. So it was just a clean out. Clean out. An absolute clean out. Now, when I think about Ross Lyon, there's one thing I think of. Losing grand finals? Yes. How many? Right, there's two things I think. One draw, three losses. Yeah. Jeez, oh, I feel for Saints fans. Oh, just that uh, one bounce. I don't oh, really feel for them. But, oh. Yeah, one of them was against your mom. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, the other thing I think of apart from those grand final losses is great press conferences. Yeah. And there are no better press conferences than his. Uh, I don't have the time or the year or anything in front of me. I know what me. it was. If it's the one you're talking about, it was the year they went to the grand final. It was 2013. It was after the qualifying final against Geelong. Wow. That is a good memory by you. I'm looking at the screen and it says 2013. Yeah. And he's in front of a finals uh, yeah. backdrop. Remember, the, it, it was the only 
Is it the only final ever played at Cadinia Park? They no. played Frio and they were allowed to play there and they lost. You're testing my knowledge now, Will. I remember Brad Hill ran off the bench and scored a long range goal. Okay. It was a massive upset. All right. It was like 1v4 or something. So did they win or lose? They beat Geelong. Okay. So, this so is, they'd won. So they'd won this game. And it was still testy. All right. So this is him talking with Shane McGuinness. Yep. Who's a mate of mine I used to work with. 3AW? Yep. He's still there, Shane. Uh, and this is what unfolded. But can we play the whole thing? Because you need to get an understanding of Shane's question yeah, and exactly to. what went on. Ross, we saw a number of players go down off the ball. Was there a message before the game you wanted your players to be physical at all times? Or was that well, I'm not sure what you're alluding to. Are you talking about Dockers players or Geelong players? Geelong players. Geelong well, I think you're out of line because what I saw, I saw some <laughs> Dockers players go down off the ball. I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. they were as well. But yeah. did you have a message to your players in particular? What do you think? Well, I just think it's a silly question. <laughs> we play within the rules. Yeah. Yeah. What's your name? <laughs> well, let's stop it there. Another journalist has jumped in because he sensed how awkward it was yeah. to try and deflect it to Zach Dawson. And it wasn't the worst question. No. It was just like, it was a very physical game. Did you yeah. tell your players to come out and get physical? No. Two hours of football is the best question you can come up with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I just think it's a silly question. So he, he's been, he's had the opportunity to leave Shane alone. Yeah. But the other journalist has jumped in with the question about Zach Dawson. I hadn't noticed this part before. Oh, yeah. But then he's decided to, go, he's, he just hadn't had enough of Shane. So he's gone harder. Yeah. Yeah. What's your name? Mine. Yeah. Shane. Shane who? McGinnis. Okay, that's the best question you can come up with after <laughs> two hours of footy. You're quite brilliant, Shane. Yeah, terrific. <laughs> Yeah, just, just go to behind the girls' vision and have a look. We'll see what comes out. Terrific show. So that's not the end of it, Will. Yeah. He comes back to it. So there's uh, more questions yeah. and the press conference continues to unfold, but he cannot let it go. He can't. But, you know, we've got some sore boys that had plenty of wax and there was plenty of on and off ball um, things that will probably be looked at, I would suggest. So to allude... Was one team. I can't let it go because it's incredibly disappointing, <laughs> and I'm not sure what you're alluding to. So I think you've got to look at what you stand for as a journalist. Oh no, Shane. Um, Shane. Michael Barlow's game. Michael Barlow's game was fantastic. So at this point, Shane hadn't even asked another question. No, He's no. just sitting there on his presumably on his iPad and just yeah. <laughs> like, oh me again. Will and MJ, 105.1 Triple M. Apparently, Shane still holds a grudge against Ross for that press conference. As you would. Yeah. I would never be able to let that go. He completely lined him up. Yep. What Shane had to say lately. And uh, 23 hours ago from when we're recording, mm. just after the sacking of uh, Ross Lyon. His Shane, body's not even cold yet. <laughs> Shane McGuinness has tweeted, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite brilliant, Shane. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. Will. Yes. I know we're not famous for our uh, showbiz reporting on this show. What are you talking In about? fact, we've never done it, probably. We're not famous for anything. <laughs> no, actually, that's a good point as well. But last week, I look, I reckon I may have watched a few episodes of The Bachelor in my time. Yeah. I've never really been committed to it. I like watching the first episode sometimes to see... Uh, who's on it and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but the, I, the, the, the walk-ins. Yeah, but I've yeah. never really been committed to watching every episode. You know, if it's on, you might watch 10 minutes. Yeah. But last week, I found myself watching what I think was probably the greatest hour of television I've seen. Yeah. Since Hey Hey It's Saturday was on. I'm glad we watched the same one because I saw it too. Did you? We're talking about the dog seat. <laughs> yes, the dog. Well, hang on. The Bachelor had a nice way of putting it. 
Dog, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> so it was an hour of television. I've never seen the C word bleeped so regularly on primetime On primetime TV. Now, it was almost, it almost got to a point where I'm like, can we, are we still going to keep hearing this word? And so for those who didn't watch it, which I presume is a lot of people. Yeah. The, the bachelor caught wind. Yeah. Like, there's still about 20 girls in the mansion that at some stage in a pool, one of the bachelorettes, and I don't know any of their names, called him a dog. See you next Tuesday. Um, I'm not ashamed, but I do know it was Monique. Oh, Monique. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Monique. So this whole episode <laughs> yeah. was based around researching yeah. if one of the bachelorettes had in fact called him a dog. Dog. See you next Tuesday. You're just going to have to pull you up. They're not bachelorettes. They're just, they're just girls. It's the bachelor. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, and, Will. And I it was Abby. Abby was in the spa with, <laughs> with Matt and she... Told she, re- him, she revealed to she him. Told him that Monique had called him a disrespectful pig and a and a dog. See you next Tuesday. Okay. So that's how he caught wind of it. Okay. It was very direct. And, it's, and after that, he just became Sherlock. He, he, he did. He was the Grissom of hunting who called him a dog. See you he next was Tuesday. Inspector Morse. Well, yeah, <laughs> Poirot. That's Inspector Rex of. Dog, see you next Tuesday. Yeah. And so he basically had a notepad out walking around each girl and just like, so what did you hear? Yeah, exactly. Oh, so it was, a, the tone was jocular. Yeah. Half of them said she didn't say it. Half of them oh. said she definitely said it. None of them helped anyone. No. Someone said that it was just a joke. Someone said, no, she was deadly serious. Yeah. And then at one point she, he's like, I've, I've heard that you've called me a disrespectful pig and a dog See you next Tuesday. I think I've got the disrespectful pig bit. Yeah. The terms of phrase um, that I heard was um, disrespectful pig. Whoa. And And dog. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) And she's gone. Her immediate rebuttal was, Matt, I would never use that language. I would never say pig. (laughs) No, no, no. That was not the issue. (laughs) Anyway, that's our Bachelor Rap. Bachelor Report. Will and MJ's Serious News. <laughs> no, no, no. Serious News. I'll Will, get... you're taking the lead on this. Yeah, I'll get straight into it. Um, Robert De Niro, good actor. Robert? How, how old do you reckon Robert De Niro is without going oh, full Kate, Tim yeah. and Marty on us? I would say 75. I don't have his age, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you ask I the assumed, question? I assumed it would be in the article. Well, no, I can look it up while we're doing it. You reckon 75. Yeah, you lead the story. I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, He had an assistant. Uh, But I I want you to listen. I don't want... Yeah, no, I'm listening. Have you got it? Yeah, I'm listening. If you just Google his name, it'll be the first thing that comes up. I said 75. Is he 75? 76. Yeah, there you go. I would have said 80. Mm. Um, His production company is suing a former employee. Yeah. And um, it's a $6 million US... Lawsuit. lawsuit. So it's a big deal. Wow. And uh, her name's Chase Robinson. Chase. And she was hired as an assistant to De Niro in 2008 mm-hmm. and was promoted to the company's vice president of production and finance. Okay. So big deal. Like she had weight in this um, company. In- and so 2008, that's that's probably just after Meet the Fockers. So his career was sort of headed reckon, downhill. Yeah, I reckon it's just before. Mm-hmm. Regardless, Robert De Niro is not... Robert De Niro in 1980, as he yeah. was in 2008. No, he wasn't. He was a fallen star. He was. He, 
he, little did he know he had bad grandpa up on the horizon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little did he know that he was about to be partnered with Zac Efron. <laughs> he was about to do Las Vegas with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, things are about to go bad for yeah, Robert. They were. How could they have possibly gone worse? And things have gone even worse. Really? Actually, this uh, Chase might be an insight into why things have gone so <laughs> poorly. Did she take to go from the Godfather to Bad Grandpa, <laughs> Dirty Grandpa <laughs> is the movie. I think Bad Grandpa is the one yeah, with Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. That's one. That's quite good though. <laughs> don't don't drag Bad Grandpa into this. I quite enjoyed that. Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> so Dirty grandpa. Chase, uh, <laughs> she's been accused of embezzling money oh. for millions. Oh. Using millions of De Niro's frequent fly miles for personal trips. What? She rarely came into work. Oh, you can't be doing that, Chase. And uh, she also built, uh, racked up massive bills in restaurants and hotels. Yeah. It's just bad news. But the, yeah. bit, the bit that caught my eye, because I just want to work out, it's ma- this is more of a math segment. I want to help you. I okay. want your help with this. Do I need a calculator? Uh, yeah, get one out if right. you've got it there. Got there it. We've all got them on our phones. Mm-hmm. According to the lawsuit, yeah. Miss Robinson, mm. who the company has accused of embezzling money and using millions, yeah, we know that, rarely came into work. She spent quote astronomical amounts of time mm. watching Netflix during work hours. Well, it, well that's a lie because Netflix wasn't around in two thousand eight. So no, but she was hired in two thousand eight. So I think she's oh since. Watch the Netflix. Yeah. I assume she's, cause she got promoted. So she yeah. must've been good at her job at some, at point. some stage, but at some point and she's got, fallen off the wagon. She got a bit jaded. Yeah. <laughs> Probably after, after De Niro's after dirty movie grandpa. choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm working for this, got, this washed up. Just do another meet the parents sequel for fuck, for, 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 sake, for, for fuck's sake. sake. <laughs> <laughs> You really didn't have to swear. No, that's all right. The <laughs> people knew what I meant. And so during a four-day period mm. in January this year, so January oh, this 2019. Year. Oh, so she's been there for over 10 years. Yeah. She'd have long service leave from probably. <laughs> she would. <laughs> she was probably on long, long service yeah. leave. I wonder how much super was she was. So playing. this is all in the lawsuit. Mm. It says that she binge-watched more than 50 episodes. 50 episodes. This is in a, in a four-day period yeah. of Friends. What? So how many episodes is that a day? Hang on. Like, like just divide, that's 12 and a half, 12 episodes of friends a day Yeah. while she's at work. Yeah. So, so that's each episode. 12.5, 30 minutes. So that's yeah. 375 minutes of friends divide a day. Divide that by 60. Divide by 60 equals. Five and a half. Six and a half hours watching six, friends. Six and a quarter hours of friends. Mm. And a work day would what be eight. Do we know what season? No. But how many episodes of friends are there? There'd be 120. There'd be, yeah. There, there were eight or nine seasons of Friends, I'd imagined. So she's watched almost half of Friends. Ross and, Ross and Rachel would have split up four times yeah, in those yeah. episodes and got They'd back together. back together. They've got a kid. <laughs> yeah, she, she's watched almost half of Friends in a four-day period. Like, really? I commend her for that. So this all came out in the lawsuit. How did they know that she watched that much Friends? Well, I, your Netflix would have some sort of itinerary on it. And she also watched 20 episodes of... Oh, God, I hope no one looks at my Netflix identity. Exactly. If you're watching it at work, you might (laughs) be in trouble. According to lawsuit two months later. Has she got a job in the Triple M sales department? (laughs) (laughs) Half the time I work out out there, they're watching something. Arrested Development, 10 episodes of Shits Creek. Shits Creek? Yep. Watching shows on Netflix was not in any way part of- Not even a good Netflix show. Oh, Shits Creek's great. Is it? Have you watched it? No. It's really funny. If she was watching Queer, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The latest they, they change lives. Yeah, the original's very dated. Mm. 
Watching shows on Netflix was not in any way part of or related to duties or responsibilities of Robinson's employment. It doesn't sound like it. Unless she was researching Robert's next role. (laughs) (laughs) I I reckon we'd get him on this shit's creek. Yeah, I reckon Robert would be great on shits. Now, Will, are we we watching The Bachelor again this week? Um, I often catch bits of it, yeah. Okay, we'll review it again. Um, Look, if there's any more mention of... Dog, see you next Tuesday. I want to be all over it. I'm looking forward to getting to the bottom of this scandal. I don't want to just analyse, like, the actual relationships, though. No. If anything, the the dates bore me. Yeah. And I don't think our listeners want that. No. They're, They're here because of our... Cheeky sports content. They're, they're here for the fill-in stuff. Cheeky sports content. If that, no one, if that's how we told ourselves, no one would ever well, listen. MJ delivering cheeky, cheeky sports, sports content. content. That Jeez. would be our. I wouldn't listen to our own show. What I'm, would you? I'm call on it. it. Irreverent. Uh, <laughs> a whimsical look. <laughs> the lighter side of footy. Will and MJ. One hundred five point one Triple M.